Hey there, everybody. It's time for an episode of Green Jeopardy in space. I don't know what that was. <laughs> Congrats, um, everyone. You just got Jeopardy everybody. in space. Yes. And you know what? The thing we're drinking tonight is pretty green because we made green screwdrivers for our viewing of Alien. Alien. Yes. So if I, I, we haven't really released much about it, about what we're doing this episode well, truth on. Well, we told, we decided like two days ago. True, true, so. true, true. <laughs> we wanted to do something a little different. As you probably know, we do a lot of comedies on it, which Greenlit is good for comedies. Absolutely. However, we wanted to expand. My father, in fact, suggested, hey, it would be kind of fun if y'all did like an action type movie or like yeah. an action horror type movie. And so we settled on Alien. Yeah, which more in of an, fact, a horror sci-fi, I yeah, guess. Yeah, which in fact, Lauren and I have actually never seen before, which is yeah. kind of cool. So uh, this is our Jackson first. Jackson happened Greenland to own we... the whole quadrilogy. I do. I do own the quadrilogy. You got it from a Walmart bin. Yes, I did. Th- those Walmart five dollar DVDs are quite the best. <laughs> DVDs. <Quite> DVD bins. <laughs> I made it simpler for everyone. So okay. you're welcome, everyone. So let's get started into a little bit of the specs. Hold on, I was just thinking of that, that right. Kevin line from The Office, the the why use big word when small word do trick. That is how I live my life, Lauren, as you will see on this podcast. All right, so yeah, some of the specs about uh, our drink first. So we made screen, or screen screwdrivers, wow, green Lauren, screwdrivers. Lauren was bragging before this. She said, oh, okay. man, I'm not even that drunk, I swear. No, I, this is actually, if you've heard the other episodes, this is definitely the least dr- <laughs> drunk I've ever been on this. She's not showing it, but she says it, so let's okay. see, folks. All right. <laughs> Continue. Well, that. no, okay, so this drink, it's a green screwdriver. Uh, we got it from the thekitchenmagpie.com, so mm-hmm. thank you for that. It is basically a screwdriver, but to make it green, we added some uh, blue curacao and some lemon lime soda. Yes, we did. So it is- Shout out Ralph 79 cent Two liter lemon lime soda. Pew pew. So it is uh, one part vodka. We use four freedoms because it's cheap. Four and freedoms. That's what the house usually gets. Uh, one part Marca. blue curacao, mm-hmm. uh, two parts lemon lime soda, and four parts orange juice. And I mean, as yes. soon as you put that blue curacao in, it's like, it's blue. Yeah, it And then is. you put the orange juice in it, it gets like slightly less blue. If you follow us on social media, our Instagram specifically, we posted a story uh, to the, tonight, actually. But when, you see, when you're listening to this, it will have been a couple nights ago. But it is very, it is green. It yeah. is green. We wanted to make a green it's a solid alien. Teal. Yeah, yeah, it's a, a nice little teal color. So, if you have all of those ingredients in your household and you want to listen to this uh, as we watched the movie Alien yeah. while mix drinking this, up. mix them all up, or just grab yourself a nice cold beer, grab yourself a nice glass yes. of wine, whatever your drink of choice is, and settle in for our episode of the Green Lit with the movie Alien. Yeah. So, Alien is a 1979 film. We've mostly done, you know, ones that were nostalgic from our childhood. This mm-hmm. is obviously before that. Um, yes. But 1979, directed by Ridley Scott. Yes, and written by Dan O'Bannon. So, thank Which you, Dan. Which a pretty cool name. And starring Sigourney Weaver, Tom Skerritt, John Hurt, Veronica Cartwright, and Harry Dean Stanton. So, just a quick summary. A lot of people, I'm sure, have seen Alien or yeah, generally know about what Alien us. is. <laughs> but, if you haven't, here it is. In the distant future, the crew of the commercial spaceship Nostromo are on their way home when they pick up a distress call from a distant moon. The crew are under obligation to investigate, and the spaceship descends on the moon afterwards. After a rough landing, three crew members leave the spaceship to explore the area on the moon. At the same time as they discover a hive colony of some unknown creature, the ship's computer deciphers the message to be a warning, not a distress call. 
When one of the eggs is disturbed, the crew realizes that they are not alone on the spaceship, and they must deal with the consequences. Wow. Yeah. So Pretty good description. Just, Thank you, random person who wrote that on IMDb. Yeah. So I, I just want to say Blake one thing Snakes off the bat. Nine. No, Blaze Snakes Nine. Sorry. Okay. Thank I was you, like, Blaze Snakes Nine. This. He did not. <laughs> um. So I just want to say one thing right off the bat. Obviously, this is set in the distant future, but everyone looks yes. distinctly late seventies. Well, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> there were sure. some pretty cool jackets in this. There the, were some the, dope the jackets. The Nostromo like bomber jackets. Oh yeah, were pretty dope. Those were pretty sweet. I will I definitely one. agree with you on that. They had like like rainbow patches on the side. I oh was yeah. Like, okay. They were the 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 fashion in this movie is uh, S tier. Yeah. S tier fashion. In also, this movie. Sigourney Weaver's hair was pretty dope. Oh. Too. Sigourney, we'll talk, we'll talk more about Sigourney Weaver as Absolutely. we get into the analysis of this. But before we do that, we're going to talk about a little bit about trivia. A little bit of trivia about nope. this movie. So uh, I did a little research, and here is what I found. So truly, without Star Wars, this movie might have never have been made. Because hmm. Star Wars, of course, came out a couple years before this. But before that, no one wanted to make Alien. They were trying to ship it around, and no one wanted it. But once people saw the success of a big sci-fi property, everyone was looking for something sci-fi to get their hands on. And this movie was made. So And then three more. And and then three. Uh, and there are, I think, even more than that. Really? There's Pr- well, there's Prometheus, which is also in the Alien universe. Oh, I didn't even And then there's realize. Alien Covenant, which is one that came out in, like, 2017. You're totally Excuse right. Me. I forgot that there was a, a recent one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. There was. I'd be interested to, because I mean, after this, just so you know, we are definitely planning on watching the other ones. Maybe yes. not doing episodes about them, we don't know. But yeah. we definitely want to watch them at least for fun. Yeah, for sure. Because this was that, good. That might be something we could throw on our Patreon sort of ramble yeah, section. Yeah, for the dollar level, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, next fact, Ripley was actually originally written as a man in a way. Technically, all of the characters were unisex. But once oh. Ripley was cast as a woman, the writers sort of revealed that they never really imagined the lead uh, as a woman. They expected the lead to be a man. So this was wow. kind of a, a reverse. And it was <laughs> it's not necessarily a noble thing that the producers did because they were like, oh, this will be play good for an audience having a woman in the lead. Nah, she, and it's like, she's in her underwear at the very end. And she is. It's, part of me was but, like, is that why they cast a woman? <laughs> but actually, I'm going to move on to a different one. Okay. A, a different fact, because Alison Bechtel, as you may or may not know, the person who created the Bechtel test, yeah. cited Alien in the column where it was first coined and explained. Hmm. Alien passed. Okay. It sure did pass, didn't it? That's fair. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. because uh, Ripley and Lambert have a conversation uh-huh. that's not about men, so pretty exactly. good. Exactly, and I think Ripley, the IMDb or no, sorry, Rotten Tomatoes did a list of like str- either strongest or best female characters in like you know past hundred years of film or whatever. And I believe if I'm if I'm not mistaken, Ripley came out on top as number that's one. That's pretty good. Wow, number yeah. one. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, she has more movies to sort of. Well, it's also one of those things where it's like, and... yes, there are only two women in this, but also like they are in the last. Those two women are both in the last three people to survive. That's actually a, a note that I pointed out. the The three remaining survivors on this ship and. Only one of them ends up surviving. Sorry. But the the three final survivors are two women and a black man. Yeah. Which whether they were trying to be revolutionary or not, whether that was intentional. But but I think that's kind of a cool thing about this movie. Yeah. You know. Well, it's also truly right from the beginning. I was like, because you know, right from the beginning, Parker's talking about like I'm not doing any more work unless until we talk about this bonus thing and like make sure I'm getting an equal share with everybody else. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this guy. 
this guy's like not gonna take any crap from somebody. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, like for sure. He's he's gonna be one of the smart ones. He's not gonna like go back and sacrifice himself for somebody, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Which granted, he kind of I do think perhaps part of the reason he ended up dying was because he was trying not to hurt Lambert in the process. Trying not to burn her alive. Yes, sure. trying not to burn her alive. <laughs> sure. But, you know, but at the same time, it's like he was definitely one of the smarter characters. Yeah, no, totally. And I think that shows. Yeah. Uh, so uh, probably to no one's surprise, uh, those spacesuits that they wore were pretty hot. And many of the cast members actually passed out on set because of how hot they were. Wow. And they weren't going to do too much about it until... Uh, I don't know if you remember, I'm sure you remember the scene where they first found that big alien creature when they were exploring the spaceship. The, oh, when they first find the big one? Yes. Yeah. So the, when they show the wide shot of that, that's actually uh, uh, Ridley Scott's sons in the spacesuits because he wanted to show like the scale of how big the alien was, but they couldn't build something big enough. And his sons actually either passed out or had some adverse effect. And they were like, okay, we need to alter these spacesuits. So isn't the sons were like children or something? So they wanted to scale it down? Exactly. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, so pretty cool. Uh, next, next trivia fact, the actor who played the alien, Bolahi Badejo, or Bolaji Badejo, I'm not sure which, uh, he wasn't even an actor. He actually was in a pub in London where he'd moved to study graphic arts when a casting agent spotted him and was like, we want him because he's six foot ten. So they needed someone who was like physically tall tall. and kind of lanky to do it. And this was his only acting role ever. This was the only time he, he acted and then he didn't act since you know that's funny in my head i was like crazy that wasn't cgi and then i'm like this was 1979 yeah well originally they <laughs> wanted to use animatronics actually oh. but i think it was either that would be I think much it wasn't scarier, in the budget. like just to be on set with yeah to be I on think. set with for sure for sure 